to advertise, email podcast at thisismechi.com. Release yourself from order and logic and enter a new place. It's not work. It's not home. Here, no maps have been drawn. No books have been written. Nothing is certain. Everything is possible. Welcome to Podcast and Chill with Magic. I'm assuming this doesn't end well. Chelsea find their feet as infinite athletes. Only two remain unbeaten. They're in North London. And Orlando Pirates get kicked from the continent. This is Onside ZA, powered by Betway. Get way more. Join the Betway app and use the affiliate code Onside ZA. It helps us, it helps you, and it helps absolutely everyone. So be sure to do it. Joining me in the studio, as always, Mr. Len Moleko. What up, what up, what up? Uh, Tepi Worldwide, thank Hello, you for joining darling. us. darling. Welcome, darling. <laughs> and Super Sub. Thank you. Thank you so much Hasn't for joining us. Doesn't he look us. like he's a, he's a, he's a lawn bowls player? I can't, I can't see. He's a ghost. No, he's giving okay. me full Masinga vibes. <laughs> hey, man. You're Masinga. Lawn <laughs> bowls. He looks good. He looks good. He okay. looks yeah. good. Uh, who doesn't look good, guys, is Orlando Pirates, who've been knocked out of the Continental Elite uh, championship, the CAF Champions League. Super Sub, I'm going to l- let you take this one. I want to make you sad to start <laughs> things more. off with. Yeah, man. Um, Double blow. What? How many losses in a row? In all competitions? Four? Yeah, this one is not a loss per se, but technically it's a loss. It's a know? loss. I suppose, but then we say technically it wasn't a loss against um, Stelis in MTN8, I suppose. Yeah. So it's four in a row. If we... Yeah, if you put it that way. And uh, I'm starting to worry now. Even words escape the most cunning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, man. Yeah, I'm lost for words, you know. That game for me, I think we let ourselves down, especially the senior players. You know, taking uh, nothing away from the youngster, I think... Giving him the fourth penalty, I think it was a bit risky. He's young, you know, and he showed that um, he gets jitters when he's playing big match, you know, like against Sundance, he was nowhere, you know, eventually was uh, substituted. And you can tell from, from that that, you know, he's still young, he needs to be protected, you know. I don't know why the manager allowed that. I don't mm-hmm. think he has raised his hands to take the penalty. I just think the senior guys were nowhere to be found. And the young man was left to, to take it upon himself. And he couldn't convert. And I just hope that does not impact him negatively in terms of his confidence. Because that can go a long way, you know. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, uh, speaking about... Uh, there's, there's, there's a conversation that I heard, uh, I think it was last week, about maturity in football. Yeah. Um, you get 18, 19 year olds who are matured. Mm. And I know it's an unfair comparison mm-hmm. to compare, but then they both play football and professional football. So, hell, I can just compare them. Mm. Mofuking with uh, Jude Bellingham, with mm. uh, Bukayo Saka, and all the other youngsters that we see doing it at a big stage. Yeah. Um, some players take longer to mature than others do. Mm. Unfortunately, that's just how that's it the reality works. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, sometimes you get a player only maturing at age 32, 33, 34. Not at all. Some some of them not at all. Yeah. So it's I think it's just a case of uh, let's not use the 
excuse thereof of he's a young man, he needs to mature, he needs to be protected. Penalties are a gamble. Yeah, no, for sure. Simple as that. I, I was just about to say that penalties mm-hmm. is your maturity. Doesn't I mean David Beckham skyrocketed one as the captain of England, a senior player with so many caps under his name, uh, winning everything with Manchester United. He was senior, skyed over the crossbar. So penalties. Yeah, look, it I, can get the best of anyone. Yeah, I, I agree with you fully. And actually, big ups to him for stepping up. Exactly. You know, you know uh, that's why I will never blame him. I just felt that. Um, I think senior players let us down in that game. They could have stepped up yeah. and and do the the business, you know, and they were nowhere to be found. I mean, your Marco, your Shandu. But then again, it could be something that is coming from training mm-hmm. that they haven't been really converting in trainings. And uh, Mufukeng was was converting with ease. Uh, that's why he, he had the confidence to step up, you know. So we don't know what really, really transpired in terms of the selection, you know. Do you think that Pirates actually... And I know this is a very open-ended question. Uh, it's one that maybe one should have gone to one of their practice sessions if it was opened ahead of that game. Do you think they practice penalties ahead of that match, considering that odds were not in their favor and a possibility of a one nil Orlando Pirates take us to the penalty shootout was there? Look, there were always going to be they those were. probabilities, yeah. you know, and Definitely. I would like to believe that as a, a team like Orlando Pirates will have those structures in training, which includes uh, the possibility of penalties. You know, I think they, they practice, you know. Mm-hmm. I think for me, Orlando Pirates lost that game first leg. I think uh, the manager underestimated running uh, Galaxy and we, we got a shock. And then second leg, we couldn't... Uh, could it turn it around, you know? You thought the players but were then coming we start the question, Super Sub. I mean, why are you even, I mean, you are, you know, taking part in a continental showpiece, you know, and joining them finding themselves, you know, playing in the CAF Champions League means that they are the best in their country. Yeah. So how are you going into it and, you know, undermining or not going into it with the purpose of wanting to win? You know, it seems as though Orlando Pirates now is starting to do this thing. I mean, the same case, you know, with M108 where, you know, they really got to the finals because of numbers. And unfortunately, in this case, you know, the numbers were not to their favor. So, beg the question, what is going on with the London Pirates? Should we start to worry? Or do we say, look, let them focus on the league and they might then just dust themselves off and then, you know, be the team that, you know, most people know it to be, you know, a winning um, look, team. Look, I'll step in, yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, Pirates can still compete on three fronts. They're through to the MTN8 final. Mm-hmm. They've played the fewest games in the DSTV Premiership. Okay, the points tally is not looking the most favorable, but they've played three games fewer than leaders' uh, sundowns. And they still have Nedbank Cup coming up, which is a competition they can compete and Black in Label. once again. Mm-hmm. And Black Label, which is so the, the ones off, right? MTN, yeah. Black Label, Nedbank. Do you count that? Yeah, no, Black Label is now officially no, like now a it's big a, it's one. A proper, it's, not it's a proper the, competition it's not the, now. The, it's the not pre-season a, one. It's not a, it's not a, it's yeah, not a drinking pad. It's not a can cup anymore type of thing. So yeah. it's cool. But going to what Tepi is saying, yes. yeah. I, I don't think there should be alarm bells ringing just yet. I mean, it's only been, what, like four games? Not for sure. Uh, you had a coach who went for six games before a trigger was pulled kind of vibes. And if you look at those four games, if we are being fair on the balance of it all, right? 
losing against Sundowns, nobody should, at, at the current juncture and how things are looking, you should not beat yourself too much to lose against Sundowns, and especially in the manner that Pirates lost against Sundowns. Uh, losing against Stelis. You're already through. You're already through, and you kind of calculated, yeah. Uh, losing against Juaneng. Sometimes the smaller teams, it's it's not for preparation. Like when you're playing on the continent, uh, mm. it's 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 not easy. It doesn't matter whether you're playing a team from Lesotho, Namibia, Swaziland. It's not easy. Okay, and the cheaper result. Chipper can throw you anytime, anyone. And they've got the confidence now. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, you shouldn't sound alarm bells no, in isolation. I think the concern is the volume of games yes. in recent time. And we're not What's scoring. it going to do to the confidence of a young side? Mm. Mm -hmm. That's that's my biggest issue there. But we have to give them the opportunity to come back and, and fix things. Yeah, no, Speaking definitely. of fixing things, there's nothing to fix over in Pretoria, Mamalodi Sundowns through to the group stages of Champions League. Uh, what, eight wins out of eight in the DSTV Bull Premiership. MTM <laughs> 8 else, final. <laughs> you know. Sundowns are bullies, man. Yeah, they keep going. Jeez, at this rate, uh, I don't know what's going to stop my melody Sundowns. Eh? I actually need water talking about Sundowns because it's... It's the third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's really giving a lot of, you know, coaches sleepless nights. I mean, we've had... We had another coach and he also indirectly mentioned that, you know what, they are really a force to be reckoned with. And I mean, we can excuse or talk about, you know, how financially they are better off, they have better resources. But, you know, as a team, you know, they are formidable and there's nothing stopping them. Yeah, look, I mean, the the that um, argument of resources, I mean... Other it should teams, be thrown out. It should be thrown out. You know, they've mm. proved that... They're a team, they're a team, and they're doing resources, well. Beyond yeah. resources, they are a good side, you know. Mm. I mean, Orlando Pirates, we cannot say there's a lack of resources there. Kaiser Chiefs, we cannot say there's lack of resources Facts, there. Facts, yeah. Mm. You know, so I think that conversation, we need to throw it out and give Mamilo Di Sundance their flowers. Sundance are a world oil team. Can I throw a spanner in the works? Okay. This current Mamilo Di Sundance... Yeah team yes squad yeah. compared to the peter mamelody sundowns team squad mm -hmm. that won the kev champions league because it's this the one now is a complete it's a completely different team yeah all right which one would you say is better i think peter's one is better in a sense that when peter took over they did not have that kind of experience in the in the continental showpiece Yep. And I would like to believe that the Mamelody Sundowns that is currently dominating got their footprint from the Beatles squad. Yep. You know, and yeah, they are a product of Beatles. I think there was something um, interesting or amazing that Beatles did. I'm not sure what type of research he did, but he was able to somehow conquer Africa. And there's a way to go about it. He and he mastered basketball. it. He used basketball, actually. Do you what know do you that mean? a lot of coaches actually watch basketball? to perfect the soccer formations and approach. Interesting. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, but well, I if thought you they watched onside then... today. <laughs> <laughs> they watched Marcus Tactics. Especially with the previous episode. <laughs> it was, uh, oh, it was <laughs> too dope. But like, if you, you're saying the Pito side was better. Uh, so uh, are you talking, I'm talking about play, philosophy, because the philosophies are different. If you look at the philosophy that Pito had versus the one that Rulan is using right now, even going on the continent, sundowns are fearful. They they don't play the okay, cool uh, ish. We pack the pass, what what. They come at you. 
yeah, look, I mean, that, that has not changed. Pizzo's Sundance used to do the same. Used to go out there and give Allah the problem away. You know, for me, it's difficult to say which one is better. But like I said, I feel like Pizzo, Sundance is Sundance because of Pizzo in terms of continental showpiece. He has set those lie. structures. Mm. Zwan is still there, remember? The captain? Yeah. Wait, yeah. was was Rolani oh no, Rolani was at Pirates when um Pito was um coaching Sundowns, right? It no, was, no, no, was he, it was Pito no, and he started, Mangoba, right? He started at Sundowns and then as he went an to assistant. Pirates. Yeah. He was part of the 2016 team that won the cap. Was he? He was an assistant I, in the I team. I remember uh, Patrice calling him with Rulani. Yes, because okay. Rulani was only coaching Pirates I think in 2019 if I'm mistaken. For a very short time, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying this because I mean that could also then um once again go back to what Super Sub was saying is that Upito is a blueprint. So as much as Urulani might have different tactics and the way he approaches the match, but I mean a lot of beats are wrapped off him. I think it's quite a simple discussion in the end. It's much easier to coach a side full of confidence who wins back to back to back titles, wins everything that comes across their their plate and the confidence that that brings. It's easy to it's score goals. It's easy to flow, whatever. You don't have to disrupt the side too much. You introduce small little changes here and there just to keep the continuity. Start replacing old, weak legs with fresh, strong legs. You know, it, it makes life easier. So you will never shake the accusation of am I better than thing. You'll never shake that because at the end of the day, it's so much easier with a side that's been rolling everyone over. You've been handed over the, you know, if David Moyes went and rolled over the Premier League taking over Man United, people would have never, still never given him any credit because he would have inherited it. I mean, that wasn't to be. But at the end of the day, I think that's going to be the argument forever. Mm. And speaking of arguments forever, no DSTV Premiership uh, action to look forward to other than the single game uh, because of the upcoming FIFA break. Mm -hmm. uh, shall we talk about the game? Once off, Skakune United versus Polokwane City. Well, it's a Limpopo derby. That's exciting. Yeah, look, and Polokwane City. Uh, Duncan Lichisa left. I don't know if you, you saw that, Len. Yeah, I did, I did, I did. I yeah, did, I did. Lichisa left. Uh, Lichol Nolosiyama is at the helm now. That's my friend. I'm so happy for him. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so look, I mean, Polokwane City. Ah, look, I mean. Just one of those games. I just look for a side that were in the there down there mm. at, in, in 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 the in the in the second tier league. Uh, yeah, they after being promoted, I feel like they've actually punched a little bit above what many would have thought. Yeah. Yes, uh, I they're agree. They're doing relatively well. So, I mean, the coaching changes is probably the fact of. It's not probably a fact because it's probably a fact, and that means that I know and somebody told it's a me. Fact, and it, yes. it was, no, it's, it's probably because. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm. Um, they want to maintain their status in the premiership, number one. Yeah. And number two, the almost like the momentum that they have right now is like, let's go with it so that we uh, amass enough points to actually be safe. And getting a Siema type person is very helpful because he knows the setup in the premiership and he's able to almost get a team into Kama waters, as it were. 
That's true. I mean, we know him to be the same guy that goes to Chipa once in a while when they're facing relegation and he brings them back onto the top flight and then he's told to go. So we know that he works well under pressure. So it's going to be quite interesting to see what Siema does this time. And, and, and what's interesting is one is number eight, one is number... Exactly. <laughs> number nine. Both on 10 points. <laughs> Both on 10 points. Yep. So it's going to be quite an... It's going to be an interesting fixture. It's a lovely derby. And Brendan Trutter, I mean, he got uh, humbled by Kaiser Chiefs, you know, so mm. he's going to come out uh, very, 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 very With strong. With guns blazing. I know Brendan Trutter on his own is a is an excellent coach. I mean, remember, he was the one who helped um, Swallows to be promoted to the top flight. Yeah. So we know him to be an excellent, excellent coach. He just hasn't had the best luck in the past um, couple of months, I think. No, I think but he's got... I think he's got... The like he just he's qualified okay. Sikukune to the group stage. Yeah, it's okay. Oh. Yeah, it's been like, doing well. It's yeah, been but I mean, you know, like prior to this, I mean, yeah, well, it was Amazulu, a bit shaky for yes. him. Yeah, and it was swallows because remember there was a time he went like, oh my, fifteen games, the draw, like nil nil one one nil nil one one. Then you just re- then you just commend a coach for not conceding lots of goals. <laughs> <laughs> You can't believe you've been draws, Marco. I'm too soft. No. You do, it's better than going through the number of losses that Cape Town Spurs have gone through. And speaking of coaching changes, Sean Bartlett, we spoke last week. How mm. we knew. And you guys said it, eh? How we, we called it. It was, yeah. we knew. It was yeah. coming. Yeah, I know. There was no way he was going to survive the chop. Eh? Losing. Fair or unfair? Look, I mean, you already played quarter of the entire season and you haven't registered a point. You're in the business <laughs> of results when you're a coach. Fair or unfair, there's been way more unfair dismissals in coaching history than that one. So uh, what can they do? But the proof is going to be in the pudding in coming weeks with what are they going to do? How, how much better are they going to get yeah. without him? So my question is, and the reason why I'm asking fair or unfair, Marco, is that if we came here to record on-site, mm. We didn't have mics, we didn't have computers, laptops, and cameras, but we were expected to actually produce an episode. So why are you Would recording? we be able to do it? But why are you recording? I will get fired <laughs> still anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and people would be like, oh, there was no, they must get fired. There was no, there was no episode. Yeah. Was he given the tools? That's my question. No. Look, at the end of the day, look, uh, it's 11 against 11, you know, and great coaches will tell you that sometimes you have to, 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 to grind results with what's on your disposal. There we go. I mean, you we know. just said this right now about how resources don't count, literally just now. No, no, when I say resources, uh, if, 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 so when, when we were talking about resources don't count, da, 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 we're mm. talking about the millions and millions spent on players okay. at sundowns. Mm-hmm. How many free transfers were available at the end or when the transfer window opened in the league that other teams snapped up? But they was not snapped up by Cape Town Spurs. Mm. Look at the signings that the Amazulus of this world did. Mm. Sikukune did. Swallows did. Mm. Um, I, I mean, the list goes on. But with Cape Town Spurs, it's as if like they were depending on the legacy players, if I can put it like mm, that. Working because what they have. The players that they have, I mean, you were saying this the other time, uh, they're defending with, Nazir Ali. With Nazir Ali, uh, like old guys, they've got mm. Morton in the team. So when they say like, ah, you were able to win or you're able to get promoted with the same team. So take yeah. it to the, it necessarily does not unfortunately work like that. You I have just a question. Need, 
Look, they did have some signings. Clearly, their signings were not uh, effective. You yeah. know? And again, it boils down to who's at the helm, who's in charge of those signings. Is it Sean? Is it the, the chairman? You know. Mm-hmm. And we know what happens in the background sometimes. You know, if so you are Sean Bartlett, guys, you've just lost a job. What do you do? Do you go back to Super Sport and just be on television? Do you go back to Kaza Chiefs? What do you do? I go yes. play golf. I look. Ask, <laughs> ask Gary Neville. He, I think he's the only person in football history with a worse record than Sean Bartlett's had this uh, this yeah. season, and, and he's enjoying being a pundit. So go go back to TV. And who's gonna touch him with that record right now? Mm. No, but he can go. Like for 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 instance, for argument's sake, uh, on the flip of what you guys are saying, mm. uh, he can walk into any team now and be used as a finishing coach. Uh, Almost kind of like the job that Benny McCarthy has at, at Man United. At yeah. Man United, exactly. He was a prolific striker for the national team. He's played overseas, so he knows all about scoring goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which team right now is struggling to score goals? He Kaza can Chiefs? probably go quite a few Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. He could go there as well. Because most assist. people are actually saying this on Twitter that he should just go back to Kaiser Chiefs and just help him finishing up front. Yeah, look, and again, you know, I I feel for Sean, you know, because I don't know if you guys remember, I was saying that his biggest problem with my observation, is game management. You know, again, he scored first. They couldn't manage the game, you know, to, to go to the finish line, you know. So there is something good that was happening, but there was just something lacking there, you mm. know. Amen. Yeah, Wish him hey. all the best. Uh, and unfortunately, yeah. it's tough being a coach. Yeah, and yeah, by the way, congratulations. So the new coach, Kimang, Kivasel Manosaki. Technically, he's the assistant to oh, temporary no, much. The Sean coach Connor. is Sean Connor, and the assistant he is, is a coach. Yeah. You know when, Connor when, is you just know there teams, to usher him. <laughs> you know when teams bring in a technical director, yeah. especially in South African football, mm-hmm. as a coach, just know that like ish, I, I need to start picking my bags little by little because mm-hmm. essentially what's going to happen is technical director is going to end up being interim coach. And yeah, you just like what's happening at Chiba that, right uh, now. Sean Connor is temporarily a head coach, so I would mm. like to believe that our friend. <laughs> but uh, we discussed this last week after Gavin's discussion. We discussed it off air. Does does South African football have managers, or do we have coaches? We have coaches. We have coaches. Yes. Mm. That's the thing. Is that isn't Rulani a coach? Uh, a manager? No, no, he's a coach. Compella. He's a coach. In yeah. South Africa, we've got we've got coaches. Jomo, <laughs> he's a demon. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, <laughs> Jomo is a manager. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I, there's more to be said about that man. Okay, and uh, we all shocked here that Black Leopards have gone through another manager. Shocked. Why are you shocked? Devastated. <laughs> <Even> shocked. <laughs> the, Black no, Leopards no, 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 firing a manager. They fight former Real Madrid coach, uh, well, uh, youth development youth coach. Development coach. Yeah. I'm shocked. Okay. But again, Look, the results have been poor. So. The results were poor. And they've got ambitions to come back to, to, to the elite league, you know. And I mean, it's a good so time also. Money. It's a yeah. good time for them to want to pick up their socks now. Yeah. I mean, so they're going to hire nice Sean Bosch. have another uh, Limpopo team can, in the top well, line. Well, he's not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's far, so I don't think he's going to get that job. <laughs> Sean, see what you did, my friend. <laughs> but who then? Yeah, no. I think they've uh, appointed a uh, former Malawian, uh, what's mm. his name? Mponda. Mm. But I can double check that one. Mm. Um, look, I mean, I don't know if that's gonna. Who's yeah. actually unemployed right now? Because I think Kevin's got a job. Dan Dance has got a job. He just got a job. Um, Dan Dan has got a job. Baroka. Yes. Baroka. Yes. yes. Um, it's Midendok. 
I, my man, I told you. <laughs> I don't see it. We, we, we know where this movie is going. Relax, you'll see. <laughs> he probably has a job already, but he's not been announced. Yeah. Um, yeah, who is unemployed currently? Yeah, because... That's top tier. Clinton Larson, I think he's somewhere in NFD. In NFD, yes. Okay. NFD yeah. or bottom down there. Yeah. I'm thinking... Let me see. Former Orlando Pirates coach. Which one? Co-coach. Um, he uh, like the son Fadlu of Davis. Fadlu David. I think he's still unemployed. Yeah, no. He... Okay. Okay. So okay. moving on yeah. swiftly. Uh, do we want to talk? Kaza Chiefs got a fine for the nah. fans. We knew it was coming. Two hundred thousand rand. Chiefs. Okay. Can I just mention something that I think is sure. unfair? And I know there's no other way, right? Or they should find another way. I think it's unfair that if Kaza Chiefs supporters were to have, you know, another situation where. You know, Kaza Chiefs gets fined, then they are going to play a match with no spectators. But that means that the other team also then, you know, is at a disadvantage. It's not only going to be Kaza Chiefs supporters. Obviously, you can't tell whether a person is a Kaza Chiefs supporter or not. So I think that's kind of unfair for the other team. Ah, but whenever you play against Chiefs, they always have more supporters than you in South Maruf Africa. Salah, so at the like, end of the day, having no fans is better than any fans in terms of your volume of distribution of support. What do you say, Lena? Lynn. Well, it's well, Chiefs always have a twelfth man. We saw Tuesday night FNB Stadium. Okay, not yeah, but back. there was still people. But in South yeah. African terms, on a Tuesday night, mm. FNB Stadium had some people. So mm. Kaiser Chiefs always bring crowds. I, I think that you have a you, Kaiser Chiefs always have an advantage, a disadvantage if it's behind closed doors. So um, if especially if they're playing outside Houting. If they're in Houghton, they only have a crowd when they're playing Kaze, um, uh, Pirates. But and the Sundance. support everywhere for Chief, around the country is big. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Well, because that's that's an access thing because you don't have access to the team on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's right. why you Every go. time they come to town, you quickly rush there. Careful, anyway, careful. Was, stop saying Houghton, Kaiser Chiefs fans are spoiled and they don't go support. The, the, the comments are going to go. Be careful. Yeah, and speaking <laughs> of which, I saw something so weird. Sorry, just one second. So the story is one. that... Kaza Chief supporters on Twitter <laughs> were saying... <laughs> Len, please. Kaza Chief supporters, I saw on Twitter something about how... Um, I can we know that the final at Moses Mapita is sold out. Yeah. And the story is that Kaza Chief supporters bought all the tickets and then no one's going to go to the match. <laughs> no, so good. Wow. <laughs> anyway, continue. They might just go buy Kaza Chiefs. <laughs> anyway, we have a final to speak about tomorrow. MTN8 final. Pirates versus Sundowns. Before Don't, we before. get to that... Um, see, now I'm... Oh, Yes. Uh, on the on the stadium band thing or mm. playing mm. behind closed doors, mm. this is not this is not a rant per se, but it's, it is. This it is. rant is this 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 rant is brought to you by Betway. Get way more. Okay, cool. It's more of a question than it is a rant, <laughs> <laughs> but as part of a rant. Okay, spectators go either on the twenty eighth of October or the eighth of November. Yeah. They go misbehave, right? Do you think the DC is gonna sit? And then Chiefs plays behind closed doors on the 11th of November. Against Orlando Pirates. Like, no, no, know exactly where I was going. No, there's no way that's going to happen. We know. That's the reason why if it's an Orlando Pirates home game, which they play all their home games at uh, Orlando Stadium, they take it to FNB for financial reasons. Of course. Yeah, that's but, but um, my question but is... That will never... Even, it's not going to happen. So even then, if, what, okay. even if it did happen, 
that puts in an appeal and an appeal process takes a certain amount of time. And they'll, and then the they'll, they'll just make the decision after that. So they'll just postpone that ban. It'll so, never come there. So essentially for the sake and of... And Safa will accept that very, very happily because they will not want that that match to be behind closed doors. So such will be cooked, but like for other teams or for other matches, mm. it's okay for that to happen. You see? I'm just yeah. asking. I'm just asking. Hey, man. You're not just asking, you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, you can carry on, Mark. Okay, uh, Pirates, Sundowns, Super Sub, yeah, final. Look, Anything can happen in a final. Anything can happen in a final. Pirates played very well against Sundowns in the game that they lost and they just couldn't convert it. No, true. And um, Jose, or Jose, mm. hasn't lost a final that mm. he has played in. Has Rulani lost one? Another good point. Yes, of Let's course. See. Which one? Uh, oh, the semi-finals, eh? Uh, I'm mm. talking about the final. Uh, and man has got a lot of trophies under his belt. Yeah, no. And a very good side. I want to double check this. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, no, look, I can't remember, but yeah. Anyway, it should be scintillating. Yeah, to say the least. Because, I mean, you've got... A pirate side who's not in their best form, but it's a final. This is the time to turn it around. Uh, it is against Sundowns. We'll be seeking revenge because last season they were knocked out by Orlando Pirates in the semis. Mm. So it's going to be very interesting. And I am just wondering how Pirates are going to line up. Also, question, interesting point is, forget Rulani. When last did Sundowns actually go to a final and lose it? Yeah, look, I mean. Mm. You're asking good questions, when I Do you have answers for those questions? No. no. I'm asking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm asking. Yeah, no, I mean, when last did they get to a final? Uh, as well. Last year, they didn't get to any final. Fair point. point. Yeah. So, no, no, Sundowns. Sundowns, yes. Yeah, yeah. But the season before, they won everything on offer. Yeah, I mean, mm. I think uh, the last one was Nedbank when they beat, uh, was it uh, Marumo Gallant? Six. Marumo Gallant, yes, yeah. in Rustenburg. Yeah. The it's, season before that, I think they won the Nedbank Cup as well in 2021. Okay. Yeah, look, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. Both teams have, uh, like in the past two years, have shown that they are formidable when it comes to to cup competitions. Mm-hmm. And it would be interesting to, to, to see how it's going to set off. Look, and I, I suppose as well, um, it's it bodes down well because both teams would have had enough rest because uh, they didn't play this entire week. Sure. No PSL midweek games, which is funny, actually, because I thought they would have actually had like maybe even Tuesday games. Mm-hmm. Um, but it they was did. postponed. They, they, I think they were supposed to play Golden yes, Arrows. Yes, it was. Mm. Um, so it would, have been, <clears throat> it would have been interesting if they actually had had midweek games to almost kind of gauge how both teams would approach the final, which personnel they use in midweek mm. versus the personnel that they're going to use tomorrow during the final. Okay, yeah. so Sundowns won in 2022 and 2020. Maruma Gallants yeah. won in 2021. Uh, so anyway, I, it's going to be a fascinating competition. I think if, if Pirates don't get hold of the midfield where Sundowns are the strongest, uh, they'll struggle. And the other element that we saw was a problem in the DSTV Premiership game was converting the chances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can put sun, you can put Sundowns under all the pressure in the world, create a million chances. If you don't convert those chances, if you not, if you don't have the quality in the final 
third or the mm. the final part of play in terms of the the final pass and the fi- and the finish. Yeah, no, definitely. You're not going to win. Yeah, I agree with you there. It's going to be one in the midfield that match. And you know, one other thing that I want to mention, you know, I think um it will be very very sad if the officiating does not come to the yeah, because you know the officiating will come to the party, and when I say they're gonna come to the party, <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. You know, I, I'm hoping that um, it's gonna be a top-notch op- officiating, uh, which will match um, what uh, the two teams are gonna bring. You know, mm-hmm. I I just don't want this game to be lost in um, in an era that made by an official. Yeah, you because know? that is going to yeah, it determines past, a lot. The past two yeah. games, Mamilo Sundance have been uh, getting those. Um, uh, I'm not ashamed. What? <laughs> what? Lucky breaks. They were getting Eek. those lucky errors. I, I don't know what to call them, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess because the Chiefs, we saw what happened. I guess Orlando Parents as well, we saw what happened. So I'm just hoping that come come uh, tomorrow. Mm. Uh, yeah, we we're gonna have uh, a ref that is <laughs> it's gonna be ready for the big match and be fair. Do you know what I'm referring to when I'm saying <laughs> I'm not ashamed? What? Remember Peter? <laughs> oh, when he said this is he's benefiting as yeah, well. I'm not ashamed to benefit. Yes. So yeah, that's what I was referring to. Hence, I was laughing. But like, um, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be end to end finals are very difficult matches. To yeah, not true. You, it's very difficult to call a final because anything can happen in a yeah. final. It's one game, ninety minutes, mm. or possibly MTN eight goes straight to penalties. Yeah? Yeah. No, no, no. Does it's it not got do extra. extra time? It's got extra. In mm. the final, I think it's, it's got, got extra. got extra time and then yes. penalties. So it's it's gonna be very tight. Um, it might come down to mistakes. It might come down to officiating. Um mistakes Breaks, as yeah. well but pretty much might come down to mistakes and interestingly but, yeah. enough um, mm-hmm. um i'm sorry i was, in my last point mm-hmm. i find it weird that uh kosafa in the kosafa cup the women's cup um that's currently taking place yes they are using var is it why didn't mta like just as an experimental thing, why didn't? But I read somewhere that um, Victor Gomes is, was assigned. I don't know with uh, with a few other people uh, to, to to work a look, on a proposal yes. of getting mm. VAR for PSL. I don't know how far that is, but it's not something that is really really out there in terms of information being shared. It's uh, VAR is always going to be a discussion of facilities. You know, if you have it in one stadium, you have to have it in all of the approved stadiums. But we discussed this already. We said. There's already standards that you need to meet to be a DSTV Premiership Stadium. Yeah. If you add that as a standard, the stadiums must meet it. I think um, the 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 pay the pay TV channel is most likely going to be an extra hand in supporting the facilities that are needed for VAR. Mm. As well. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. Definitely. Yeah, but uh, in conclusion, guys, I think we're going to have a lot of goals. Um, I'm hoping that we have a lot of goals. Um, considering also that Mamelodi Sundowns. You know, for example, London Pirates has how many, maybe two, if not three players that we know are going to score. And when it comes to sundowns, you actually have a longer list. You know, Costa, Shalile, Kekana, Mudibangu. So there's a possibility that a goal can come from, you know, most players in the team. So, you know, Orlando Pirates needs to be wary of that. Bar goalkeeper. Yeah, That's the only person you must be like, okay, we know that Ronan is not going to score. You don't need to mark mm, him. Basically, you know. But yeah, we move. Super Sub looks worried, eh? Yeah, no, it's a big game tomorrow. <laughs> it's <isn't> true. It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tomorrow is D-Day. Yeah, no, it's D-Day. You know, especially us exiting the Kev Champions League, we really need this, you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, before we move 
onto other continents and other football, um, I wanted to have a look at the tactics board because something just really sat with me after speaking to Gavin mm. about tactics mm. last week. And it really emerged to me that the idea, as we switch over to my tactics board, uh, the idea of 442 making some sorts of return to football based purely on personnel. If you have the personnel for a 442, 442 could make a return to football everywhere. What does that mean? Well, let's have a look Show at the us, board. Yes. Let's have a look at the board. So this would be the assembly of a 442 versus a, like a 4231 or what we can call a 433 as well over here. This would be a 44 traditional 442 against one of these tactics. Now, the expectation of a 442 in attack would look something along these lines, the two banks of four and the two strikers coming up against two central defenders. Now, if I look at this as an expectation, you expect the teams to not line up specifically like this because you don't want to isolate your two centre backs against two centre forwards. So you might tighten up there and these players might come back to support or you'll have one of your number six come back to support against them there. But that's not how I'm expecting a modern 4-4-2 attack to line up. So if we look at the 4-3-3 defensive line, this is something that I spoke about, those two banks of four in terms of a de defensively minded team mm -hmm. will set up with these two banks of four at the back, which already is starting to look like a 4-4-2, even though that's a 4-3-3 converting back to a 4-4-2 when they're defending. Um, but when you look at the 4-4-2 as a narrow attack, this is where I think it's going to be very powerful. You look at the two center forwards are still standing on their mans and your two wide players, which would normally be a seven and 11, would be helping out on one of the flanks. They are now going to become narrow players. So this is what I mean by personnel, is that if you don't have an 11 and a seven, traditional wingers who want to go wide and bang down the wings, you can actually create a very narrow form of attack. Because what we've seen defensively, a lot of teams are starting to limit your ability to bring balls in from wide. And you need to be able to play through a defensive team. And if you've got those two players narrow and you put all of your expectation on your fullbacks to give you all the width, look at the overlap or the amount of players that you've got in here, in this area over here. Mm. You've got a serious overlap in numbers in the central area which will allow creative players to make some passes through in between the lines for some of the attacking players like your 10, 9 and 8. Mm. And then your expectation is now left with the fullbacks to provide all of the width. Now, you might think to yourself, doesn't that leave you vulnerable to a counter-attack? I was about to ask that because exactly. it but, opens up the fullbacks. But does it really? Because now you're 11 and 7 who are hanging back a slight bit. If you lose possession... They've got the ability to come back and help your six, five, and four over but there. If you lose possession, right, in trying to be creative, especially in the box, mm -hmm. uh, if you've got a player like uh, Martin Odegaard, for instance, or a Jude Bellingham, for instance, sure. mm -hmm. or a Kevin De Bruyne, for instance, mm. where that six is between the 11 and the eight, a pass with spacing from the 10. 
and the number nine braking with the speed of a Elian Haaland, for instance, or, or a, a Kylian Mbappe, or mm-hmm. a Son, you'll get seriously hurt. You can, but like I said, this 11 or the 7 would be out wide on one of the flanks anyway, normally, right? Yes. So you'd either have the 11 or the 7 out here. Now that you've got the overlap in the middle, they can sort of sit slightly back to pick up balls, and then they've got the ability to come back over here, over here, back here. You've got that ability to cover when your fullbacks have now been left vulnerable, which is a regular occurrence. And you do have some ability over here with these three players being marshaled for two. So the concern of some pace coming from either seven or 11 over here from the other team, their pace is your concern, right? Is for them to create the overlay on defense. But that's the responsibility of your 11 and your seven, those midfielders that we're saying are more centralized now are now going to be given the responsibility of falling back in transition. So I think that the 4-4-2 is an option in terms of going forward because the lack of ability to create success on the wings is becoming more and more prevalent in the game. And I think that creating a 4-4-2, even if it's as a diamond formation over here, so if we create our 4-4-2 like this rather, as a diamond, that's going to be interesting if you've got a 4-4-2 diamond in terms of your narrow ability in attack and then the responsibility on the players to still work hard and invert in transition to be able to cover any sort of transitional counterattack. So I think that's going to be something interesting to watch because we've had a few years of dominance of the 4-2-3-1, 4-3-3 formations. Mm. We've had a few eras of dominance of that formation. But for me, the only reason the 4-4-2 looks interesting once again, based on the personnel you have, so if you're not reliant on your wingers, if you didn't spend all your money on Jaden Sancho, Garnacho, Anthony, and Rashford, I think is actually the perfect example for why a 4-4-2 would work is because Rashford as a number 10 can play centrally with a number 9 and they can split I was because of their wide ability. And then your number 8, like a Bruno Fernandes, who scores a lot of goals, can become your, your false 9 in a way. So I think it gives you actual versatility in a way that you don't have. If you're struggling to create your goals from wide, like some teams in England are having, like some teams in the DSTV Premiership are having, and you have creative players in the midfield, if you've got the personnel for this, 4-4-2 can really be a game changer. And it's going to be something to watch going forward. Interesting. Yeah, but if you get a team like your City that um, can hold position and they're clinical with their passes... Yeah, you can get him because yes. it opens up so much spaces and that a team like that, you don't give them space. Well, once again, you're not going to be overly enterprising against a team like that, right? So in your 4-4-2, in that fixture, these two are going to be given the responsibility of holding back. So your number eight isn't going to be able to join the attack. Mm. You're going to have to go for a more def- defensively minded 4-4-2 if you're playing against a city who can really harm you. City can harm you anyway. Mm. Yeah, I know. But it also depends on <clears throat> the kind of team you're playing against. If they're going to be defending very deep, then I, I, I kind of hear where you're going. But mm-hmm. if their line of defense is a tad bit higher, then it's almost like, okay, cool. They, they literally going to break the formation that you're trying to go with. 
Yeah, I mean, they they can. It depends on how high you go. So once exactly. again, even in a four two three one, you can be overly uh, aggressive. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, or, or like a four three three, for example, which is perhaps doesn't have the four two three one. The idea is that you've got two holding midfield midfielders, mm-hmm. an Amrabat and a Casimiro. Mm. You know, which we said was too defensive for a Man United side unless they're coming against the Man City or whatever, then you want to sure up shop. But then you're not going to commit the numbers forward in the same way. So I think it's just going to be an interesting to watch thing to watch. If, not, if you don't have enterprising wingers and your responsibility from wide is on the fullbacks, you might as well have creative players overloading the midfield. Fair. Okay. Interesting. Formations we've had four four two four three two one mm-hmm. what what in four three three four three three um or ten one if you pack the bars type <laughs> of vibes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bowlers can actually tell us in the comment section like which formation do they think is actually the next best one after what we're currently seeing a lot from world football. Yeah, for me it would be a four four two or four five one depending on once again. Like, I think Gavin put it so eloquently. Mm -hmm. Who do you have? Who are your personnel? Do you buy for formation or do you form you, do you formation with what you have? Depends how much money you've got. Okay. (laughs) And also boils down to your philosophy as well. Yeah. Well, you need to, like, like Gavin said, once again, you need to be able to adapt your philosophy based on your personnel. You need to be adaptable in modern football. True. I mean, like if, 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 if you find yourself struggling with creativity mm-hmm. and you know that you've got uh, players who can, what's his name? Um, 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 the, 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 the Big Sam type of football, helicopter football, Big Sam. You know Big Sam, corner, cross it in, hope you've got some lanky strikers there and then like, yeah, they hoy, head it in, you sit back and defend. Easy peasy. Is well, that what you call, wait, um, is that what you call 442? You call it helicopter? Generally, four four two football four 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 two in the latter years of four four two was it helicopter became football. helicopter football. Mm. Yeah, yes. where you had mm-hmm. a very big striker and yeah. maybe mm-hmm. a skillful one off of yeah. him, and you just yes. punch the ball up to Andy Carroll and hope that he managed to give the ball over to his striking partner, which at the time was Suarez, which helped. And that's probably the last time we saw four four two in that way. Um, when so when last did Big Sam? Coach, he coached last season, right? <laughs> so there's probably some signs of four four two there somewhere. <laughs> for Leeds, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Speaking of the Premier League, mm. let's jet off over to there. Uh, guys, quick touch. Spurs mm. versus Liverpool. VAR, big error in their decision yeah. for Diaz's offside goal. Super sub, I want to hear from you. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> no, I think it was it was a human error. It happens, but I think it, it changed the complexion of the game mm-hmm. that doesn't help liverpool fans it's a human error it happens but it hey, does it does and it's been it's happened it's in been the past. happening yes before var actually it was all human error mm. it was all human error the machine was only brought in and hence the name video assisted assistant referee keyword assistant mm. it's not doing the job it's assisting you yeah. with the job. Goal line technology is doing the job. Yes. That's the one we're all happy with. There yes. Yeah. Because the system is designed in such a way that it does the job. It has fixed all the problems with, with goal line technology. It has fixed all of the goal line problems. 
So fixed. If people are expecting VAR to do the refereeing job, then why do you need a referee then? Then why do you need VAR? We can also ask that question. It's to assist. At, uh, do you uh, just one question to close off the VAR thing? Do you think that VAR is more is frustrating because it's there and it's not and there's still so many errors? Or do you think it's frustrating that it's made the game even worse? As in, there's fewer decisions correct. Sometimes two truths can be correct at the same time. I think that VAR has made uh, a difference in terms of overall, there's more correct decisions in the game than there were before VAR. So we have to take the good with the bad. We have to, we have to accept that there's, uh, that there's been improvement. Mm-hmm. In terms of the results of referees' decisions being correct, there's been an improvement, but it's still not perfect, and we have to just hope that it continues to get better. But, okay, here's the thing, and and, and what I'm going to say is probably on two fronts. Uh, I'm not sure why it's such a big fuss, just because it happens to Liverpool. It's been happening. So many teams have fallen victim to incorrect decisions yep. based on VAR not necessarily doing what's right are you are you accusing liverpool fans of something (laughs) but i'm trying to find out why are they why are they crying it happens to everyone it It happens to everyone it It does it's like liverpool this was a particularly bad one this specific decision was quite bad there's been bad bad. because the assistant was supposed to say it's on site right no well he's not (laughs) here (laughs) i see what you did there so what i'm trying to say is Liverpool fans crying about what happened is no different to me crying about load shading during load shading to my neighbor because you're both going through the we're same both thing. going through the same thing. Yeah, big weekend coming up for Premier League football. But before we do that, yeah. Tippy, mm. shall we jet off? Let's go worldwide with Tippy Worldwide. Let's jet off. Brought to you by Betway. <laughs> Get Get- Something dope is happening, and we're going to start here in Zanzi. Um, we spoke about a gentleman earlier. We call him, a.k.a. the prince of um, South African football. The prince? The German. There we go. Is German the black prince? The black prince, yes, indeed. The black prince of South African football. So FIFA has awarded him with a stamp of approval because himself, as well as a company, um, well, I remember the name, but they have come up with a device. Playmaker. Playmaker, there we go. And they've come up with a device where you would strap it onto a player's boots and it's able to track, you know, you know how well the player is doing. It counts their steps and overall it's going to then assist with, you know, the technology of football. So now it has been awarded. It's got a stamp of approval. And according to news, like it is going to start being made now. So according to Playmaker's official site, the gadget is strapped onto the foot, like I've mentioned. It has a system that raised the player's various abilities required for football. So as much as it might not be doing well, you know, in the, you know, in the, you know, second, first division, but um, he's got this device now and it's got a stamp of approval. So he owns it or? No, total ten. I believe that he is working with um, Playmaker. There we go. With With Playmaker. So he's part of this whole thing. That's a good stamp of approval. First of all, let's, let's bring up an image now of it. 
I think it looks very cool. Number one. No. It, it looks How much very tracking cool. do you need to do? But you what, know what the what, thing is? What, what is the difference between that, that one and the vest? So you know those those ones that we see when a player takes his shirt off yes. and they've got mm, that, that strappy vest that's yes. got the tracking or whatever. Oh. It's just that because it's on the boots, it's able to give you a different type of um, reading. Yes, to it's what more accurate. The, yes, so it, it can give you readings of the amount of force that you put into a kick or a pass, the number of passes that you make exactly and more precisely, rather than something that's telling you the number of sprints you make, et cetera, et cetera. So because of its location on the boots, it's left foot, right foot, this and that, something that a vest won't be able to tell you, the number of left-footed passes, the number of left-footed shots, the number of right-footed shots. Mm-hmm. You know, So it's able to give you a different amount of statistics because it's strapped to the boots to what you were able to get from the vest alone. So I think that's an interesting thing what's and next? something we'll be able to see. So that's says, what's next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And he says because mm. it's, it's, I, I feel like this is, it's new, but it's kind of not new because in 2010, there was a little chippy thing that you would put inside. Uh, I think Adidas actually made Adidas it. Adidas had yes. it. Yes. And, and mm-hmm. I had this in... I, I had this in 2012 in the, in the F50s, right? Yeah. Yes. So you you had that, but I think this is slightly different. So it's not groundbreaking per se. Yeah. But but it's still I impressive. Mean, it's, it's revolutionary also, and I mean, come on, guys, it's something dope. He says when I met these guys I'm overseas with you and guys. I saw this device, <laughs> we're gonna move on. Even. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, why y'all haters, y'all? You killed this. Is dope. I, I was Tepi and I were excited. We were and so you guys excited, you guys. No, we're moving on. Yeah, hey, let's hey. move. Okay, where we're jetting off to? Haters go hate. Dang. You know what? Make him upset. Let's go Actually, to America. Actually, we're going to the, his favorite place. Yeah. Let's go there. <laughs> we're going to your favorite place. We're talking MLS, and only because he is representing South Africa and is doing it quite well. So congratulations to him. Um, Lemoneko, in fact, you're the one who you know, gave us some information on this because I had not really checked it out. But there's a gentleman who's doing quite well um, representing South Africa. I just want to go back to him. So his name is Connell. Bradley Connell. There Bradley we go. Kaiser Chief yes. yes, yes, yes. Um, he's now is second behind AFC Cincinnati in the overall table and will compete for the confeder- conference final title. So the CONFACAF. Con? No, Western Confederation. Confederation, yes. Confederation, yes. There mm. we go. Which gives him an opportunity to make it into Major League Soccer. There yeah. we go. And he's got thingy uh, playing for him, right? Um, Blom. The boy from Jabule. Yeah, yeah Blom Jabule is playing Blom, for him. Yes. He scored a cracker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's having fun there. Yeah, no, definitely. He should be. I mean, soccer. Yeah, he's playing soccer, not football. Mm. Oh, hey, well, that was around the world with Tepi Worldwide. <laughs> like Thank you so much uh, for that, Tepi. Uh, Super Sub, I think you're getting a bit of a yellow card or something. You can't speak for a little bit. You might need Yo, to because, yeah, because like, I'm in my feelings about the double sort of thing because I'm so me, excited. Yellow card, I'm in my please. feelings. Anyway, let's okay, move. Okay, let's move on. Okay, guys, <laughs> let's go to our second home, the Premier League. We've got some fixtures coming up this weekend. Hey, and Bullets, by the way, are so upset because they say there's no, this is not the only competition that matters. There's I, Bundesliga, there's Serie A. It is the only anyway. one that matters. Please, guys. Joe? No, okay. Hey, do I not speak about Serie A? Hey, Marco, me, I'm not involved. And Super Sub can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big fixture this weekend. Mm-hmm. Arsenal at home. Manchester City. City are a hospital at the moment. Um, yeah. No Rodri again. Mm. They seem to suffer without him against Wolves. Yep. Len, I'm going to let you take this one. It's uh, your team. Arsenal to win. Actually, no, both teams to score. Both teams to score. Yes. Um, okay, but away from a betting prediction, 
overall confidence levels. Arsenal playing enterprising football. They scored four on the weekend. They have a bad record at home, especially defensively. And Man City are very good. And I expect them to bounce back. Man City never seemed to lose two in a row. So uh, Man City will be devastated that they lost two Wolves because now it's a very tough game following that up. That's true. Um, okay, so we have the absence City for of, a win. City, yeah, definitely. Um, so we have the absence of Rodri. Your favorite De Bruyne is not going to be there also. Um, it says here that Bernardo Silva might not also be mm. there. That's a lot so of that's very going good to, players. But Stones is Hospital. back. Um, so Stones could hold down the four for Rodri. Han. That's what it said. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, it's tough. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna go for a draw. I don't fancy Arsenal to go all season unbeaten, and I don't fancy Spurs to do it but either. Done it before. <laughs> I, it's, we've been having it. Where's Where's Patrick Vieira this time? You need a Vieira. No, I think we've it's a different a era. I think it's May going I, to be yeah. it's going to be a long time before we see a level of dominance in the Premier League. It's become such a competitive league. It's so tough, and not to diminish Arsenal's achievement of mm-hmm. going invincible when they did. I think it's even harder to do again. Yeah. But there's a lot of weak teams in the league this season. If you look at it, a lot of teams are. Super sub, okay, cool. You are unmuted now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. back. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Welcome back. Sin Pin. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Wrong like sport. Like ice hockey. <laughs> yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of teams that are not impressing this season. In, they're not improving. This Just season. say Manchester United. And uh, it's, it's, it's amongst. <laughs> okay, yes. Man United and? is mm-hmm. one of those teams. Uh, Sheffield United uh, don't look enterprising at all. Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth. Um, Luton. Benley might maybe turn the corner. Uh, Luton is never is not. No, Luton side. are actually improving. Uh, I, I don't fancy uh, them to survive though. I think Spurs they, continue to go unbeaten this look, weekend against Luton. I think look, they'll even get the win. Of course. Look against the much bigger opponents or tougher opponents, like against maybe Arsenal, City, Spurs, Liverpool, and the Crystal Palaces of this world. Da 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 da. Luton will lose, but against fellow strugglers like. Everton, for instance. Everton are likely to find themselves where they are because they they, they really... They're poor. They, they, I haven't seen Everton that bad. Yeah. I mean, even Frank ever. Lampard did a better job. I've <laughs> never mm-mm, seen mm-mm, Everton Careful. Ever. <laughs> careful. You know, so I think Luton have a chance. Brentford, they look disjointed. Um, I think ever since they, the start of the season, them without uh, Mr. Tony, uh, they look like... Th- th- there's no structure there. So who's actually mm. playing now for reserve side, eh? Because obviously he's gonna come back in January, but just that he's playing. Come back and probably yeah, move. he play. But that was interesting that they let him do that because he was supposed to be banned from all, all forms of football yeah. activity. So to be playing for the reserve uh, teams, it's um, unofficial matches that he's playing. Oh, okay. sure. I think that's interesting that he got that permission. But uh, just by the way, something quite interesting, and I'm talking to, to Agana to be precise. The last time Arsenal defeated Manchester City in the Premier League was in 2015. I remember it was in December. And that's I actually phoned Super Sub. I was so happy. Mm. I broke a bottle of champagne. Five losses in the last five fixtures. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's move on from that fixture. Guys, I was coming prepared from last week to come speak here about how Chelsea's form has been since Graham Potter left. If you tally up the 35 fixtures that they played in the Premier League, that's nearly a full season. They will have been joint bottom every season for the past few seasons. So 
it's relegation battle form that Chelsea has been in since Graham Potter left. Turned it around a little bit on Monday night. They needed a sponsor on the front of the shirt. Mm. Yeah. You know, it made a difference. Mudrik finally scoring a goal. And this weekend they're playing against Burnley, who aren't scintillatingly good, are they? Yeah. So Chelsea to start turning the corner, Len? No. Still to struggle? It just might be a 1-0 again, man. Relegation battle at the end of the no, season? No, no, no. Mid, look, mid-table. Uh, Best they can hope for? Look, the pace has been set already. Uh mm. Almost said United. Oh, sorry, United, yes. But I'm talking about Newcastle. Um, Spurs, Arsenal, Man City, I did mention those. Brighton, Aston Villa. Brighton as well. Aston Villa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those guys have already set the pace. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that the new big six? Aston Villa and Brighton to replace Chelsea and Man United in the new big six for as it this looks, season. As it looks. As it looks. West Ham also like little bit scripting and trying to find themselves in there. Newcastle coming back. Newcastle in. are also... Hey, you're saying that there's, you're mm. saying there's weak teams in the Premier League this season. Look at that list. No, that's only, that's only like, that's I'd say eight. about nine. Yeah. But the other 11 really leave much to be desired. And in that 11, I'm adding Chelsea and Manchester United. Everton, Bournemouth, Brentford. Uh, Man United. Wolves. Wolves. Wo Wolves. Look, uh, against City, Wolves at home. That's one-off. It's, 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 it's a one-off. It won't happen every weekend. Mm. But since the start of the season, man, Wolves... They, look, yeah, against but Man then United, Wolves about Man United. Yeah, the very first match actually they was, the strong, it was a very strong Forest, match. Forest, Crystal yeah. Palace, Sheffield United. I don't see weakness really in the league. It's a very strong league and I think it's going to be interesting. Let's get back to the fixtures. Mm. So uh, Brighton versus Liverpool. That's another big six fixture. Who's the ref? I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a Brighton, Liverpool. Liverpool have uh, been very good. But Brighton have, I think they were one of the first teams to actually get Liverpool's number during that Liverpool era that of era. dominance. Mm. Yes. Mm. Uh, it was during lockdown, I think. And they actually beat them at at at, at, at Anfield. Um, whew, it's a toughie. Uh at Enfield, lunchtime. Hmm. I'm going to ask you for this him. quickly. We're running out of time. Yeah. Whew. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. The game is playing. Sorry. At Brighton, at Brighton, at Brighton, at Brighton. At Brighton. Yes. Uh, I fancy Brighton for a win. Tepi? I fancy Liverpool for a win. What's up? Ah, it's a Brighton win. Sure. Marco, mm -hmm. they played really poorly against Aston Villa. I think Liverpool have their number. No, Aston Villa uh, were very good. Yeah, and Liverpool will be as well, I think. Uh, they, they have a couple of suspensions on their, suspicions. on their books, etc. I, I, I think Liverpool turn it around, to be honest. Uh, Everton versus Bournemouth. I think even though Everton are at home, they've been very poor at home. I think Bournemouth will take that game. I think Everton, sure, if they don't turn it around by January, they're going to be struggling to survive. Draw. That's how bad both teams are. I don't know. I, I think Bournemouth are just a touch better. I think they'll have Everton's number. Uh, Fulham, Sheffield, United, United, both teams not great at the yeah. moment. Fulham. It might be a draw. Fulham at home. Yeah. I'd, I'd fancy them to just, uh, just take it. Crystal Palace, I think, fairly good side against Nottingham Forest at home on Saturday night. Definitely. Uh, I think Crystal Palace should take that Why one are you on a a fix, Saturday night. I didn't skip the picture. I didn't skip. I think Man United at home to Brentford, they should get the win. 
uh, I think most people expect them to to actually start getting wins it's at some point. Expectations that kill you, eh? Yeah, but uh, you know, Brentford will show up <laughs> against looking at you. against a vulnerable Man United side at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I think Brentford will think that they've got a chance, and as they rightfully should. Mm-hmm. But I think Man United will scrape it and start putting together Anthony, a few results. Back training with the team, uh, he. My oh, yes, feature so in that side. Not that do you might make us worse. I don't know. I, like, does anyone make Man United worse? Anthony doesn't make them better, but nobody <laughs> makes them worse at the moment. I can okay, tell you but that. But you still fancy them against Bright, against, against Brentford. Brentford. I do. Maybe it's uh, fan naivety. Oh, okay, cool. But uh, no, I think Man United. They something just needs to click, and it hasn't clucked. <laughs> There's no clicking going on. It hasn't clicked. Uh, so, I mean, I think Spurs will win at Luton. Of course. Definitely. Tomorrow, that's the early fixture tomorrow. Yeah. And we won't be watching Crystal Palace versus Nottingham Forest because we'll be watching MTNA final anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolves versus Aston Villa. Aston Villa will overcome Wolves even away at Molyneux. So, those are I my Wolves, picks. Yeah. You you think Wolves? Nah, yeah. I fancy Villa. Villa, mm-hmm. Villa too strong Villa. at the moment. Villa. Okay. I think Aston Villa okay. and West Ham versus Newcastle. I'm going to go for a draw. West Ham at home, Newcastle playing well again, uh, both to score. I'm going for a West Ham win. West Ham win. Yes, both to score as well. Ish with Newcastle, they always have a goal in them. Um, hmm. Yes, both to score. Well, guys, that brings a wrap to our Premier League fixtures. Anything to add, Super Sub? Uh, just a shout out to our top five on Onside ZT Fantasy League. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Fantasy. So, let me check hey, it's been telling me, eh? I just know my name's not there. <laughs> That's all. I haven't been checking. I haven't had the time. So at number one, Rinderani Larumbe Black Mamba. Number two, Mohale Silimo Bets United FC. Hmm. Okay. Number three, Mkevo Masuku Onei. And number four, Peter Vunda Ilembe. Chaga. <laughs> <laughs> and number five, Nomen Murobe, Blue Moon City FC. Guys, not one of us. None of us. This is embarrassing. I'm, I'm in the top 100. <laughs> aye, 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 okay, aye, so aye. you know what? That gives me an idea. Yeah. We do a giveaway every month. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm. We do a giveaway every month now. Last month, Calvin Kane. He got the Dr. Kumalo 98-99 season Kaiser Chiefs shirt and a thousand rand top-up courtesy of Betway yep. on his Betway account. This month is an even more exciting prize. Really? One of you ballers will take a seat right here and join us on the show as a guest. One. By the way, can Kevin send us a picture of when he's wearing the t-shirt? Please, 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 please. Yeah, please, Calvin Kane. We, you. We, yeah, want, we want a picture of you in your Kamala yes, shirt. Please. But one of you ballers will be joining us before the end of October for a show. So if you do want to join us on the show, make sure that you're available in Johannesburg for that show. Yeah. Not Number two, place. make sure that you've got a Betway account and you actively use it. Mm-hmm. That's important. Mm. And in the comments, predict the outcome of Arsenal versus Manchester City. We will choose one of you to join us here before the end of October as a guest on the show. For me, I think that's a bigger prize than any prize we yeah, have the dope. capability that's of giving. That's, that's a dope, dope prize. Dope. That's, that's so yeah, we've had a lot of ballers yeah. asking us, can they come on the show? This is yeah. your opportunity to come on the show and show us how little we actually know. Thank you. But from me 
Seppi, darling, yes, you have something to say. Some, something, something that's really like kind of like stressing me out very, very quickly. The whole saga with African Football League. Oh, yeah. Look, until the BOG and Safa get their stuff sorted out, because uh, I think the BOG still needs to meet and make a decision. Yeah, yes. it's still too up in the air at the moment. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Board of Governors of the PSL. Yes. So that's basically all the all the team. Do you think that they don't... Okay, I mean, I understand that they're saying that obviously it's going to affect Mamelodi Sundance if they were to take part because they have to change fixtures around. But don't you think there's a bit of equality potentially Sundance could win over 70 million? No, I don't think so. Uh, you look at it this way. If uh, Sundowns has to go play that MTN aid that went to a private school competition, it's essentially <laughs> wow. going to mean that, I mean, for two or three weeks, they won't yes, be around. Exactly. Uh, catch up. When are they going to catch up? Considering mm -hmm. there's a CAF Africa Cup of Nations Special happening in January yes. already, which is going to cut the league mm. even shorter. In shorter. So. Yeah. When does and then Sundowns is playing in the CAF Champions League on top of that, and then Sundowns is probably well, not probably they're gonna be in the Black Label Cup, they're gonna be in the Net Bank Cup. So, can you see the amount of fixtures that they need to play? I, we've it's complained about this from before yes. the season started, so money doesn't so. count. I don't think it's a money situation. Okay. I think the league, in their reading of the situation, is like nah, it's going to this be strenuous, thing is going to disrupt continuity, and already we have a season that's not fully, fully as full as full is supposed to be full. Hmm. <laughs> On that bombshell. <laughs> what? Is that? On that bombshell, let's leave it. Remember to join us here onside. Stay onside. Don't be offside. We have been Marco, Len, Tepi, and Super Sub. Join us again. Powered by Betway. Get way more. more.